It's the Unbottleneck Your Business podcast, where I'm helping you find freedom and flexibility in your business by learning to delegate like a pro. I'm your host, Tanya Thomas. Welcome to another episode of the Unbottleneck Your Business podcast. And our topic for today is four important factors needed for delegating success. I thought that this was a relevant topic because I know I talk a lot about delegating and the importance of it. And we often talk about releasing things to people and getting them off your plate. And that is an important factor of delegating, but it's not where it ends. It's really just the tip of the iceberg and it is the beginning um, process for a lot of people because I know it can take a lot of courage to be able to let go of things that you've been taking care of yourself and that you're afraid sometimes to let go because these are things that are helping run your business and your business is like your baby and it's usually hard for people to do. And I get that. But there's more to it than just um, deciding what you want to delegate to somebody and then giving it to them. So in order to be successful, you really need an all-around plan, so to speak, or mindset when it comes to delegating things. And so that's why I wanted to dive in a bit today and talk about And I'll share with you um, four things that I think are key. There's there's more, but this at least gives you an idea of how to approach it in a different manner. So the first thing that you will need to do is be intentional when it comes to delegating. Think about it not just thinking, what can I do to give to this person and then giving it to them? It's something that you will always need to be mindful of. You will always need to be thinking about what you've given to this person and, and how it relates to how it's going to help you because there's, and then there's always going to be other things down the road. Typically it's not just two or three things. It grows because as you're doing it and you get more comfortable with it, you'll think of other things that you can release to someone. So always having that intention and thought process around letting go and why you're doing it, how is it going to help you? And then also um, what's the outcome that you want to get out of it? So being intentional in that aspect, keeping those things in thought as you release and delegate. So always having that, those things in, in the top of your mind. So again, that's Um, Not only just releasing something, but knowing, you know, how is it going to impact you? How will it help you? You know, what is the outcome that you want to achieve as a result of releasing that item? And what will success look like? 
in terms of you releasing and delegating that task or project to someone else. So being intentional in that aspect of your thought process. And then the other thing, the second thing is, is organization. It takes organization to be able to delegate to someone. So once you've been intentional and you've kind of thought through those things that I just mentioned, then it's like, okay, what's the plan to be able to give this to someone else? What's that going to look like? What do I need to do? What do they need from me? You know, all of those things. And so it needs to be an organized plan. Not only that, but then you know, how will we, how will I stay on top of this? So having an organized plan, and if that's not your wheelhouse, then the suggestion is that you have someone that is strong in that area. And I know my company is around executive assistance, remote executive assistance, and I don't, it can't be your assistant. I know I did an episode, um, if you want to find that one, I, I apologize, I can't remember the topic of it, but the subject was around, um, you know, not abdicating. And I think if that person is your assistant, then that kind of falls in that realm, because then you're kind of, you're leaning a bit more on them to, to do all of that, and then you can kind of get lost in that. So having a sense of organization around your delegating. So if you need a coach or someone, and that's something that I've helped people with creating those plans of actions um, to be able to make sure that there is organization around how and what you delegate. And the third thing is knowing the difference between management and leadership. Because once you once there's more than just you in your in your business, then those two things come into play. And so you will have to know when to wear each hat and knowing the difference between them. Because I think that's important as the um, leader of your company, whether, and whether that's just you and one other person or you and 10 other people, you're the leader of your business. And so developing your leadership skills and knowing how to lead people effectively is huge also when it comes to your delegation. Um, so you'll need to know that and then knowing when to when you need to manage the process when you need to manage people and um, when you know, you know, the difference between those things, that's going to be huge in your delegation process. Because for example, if you're, you've delegated a task, you will need to initially manage that process. As I mentioned earlier, how are you going to give it to them? you know, what exactly will they do? How are you going to have a follow-up process? So you're managing that process and ensuring that it's getting taken care of. And then in an aspect of, you know, leadership, you're when you're meeting, you're guiding and leading the meetings. You know, you're the person that your team is looking to 
for guidance and leadership. So being able to manage and do both of those things and have that management and leadership role is, is key also. And then lastly, having the ability to have tough conversations. And that will come up in terms of when you, you have other people doing things for you, tasks and projects that you've assigned, because things don't always go the way you would want them to. And so sometimes you'll have to have those tough conversations, but have a plan in place. How will, what will that look like? What will you do? For example, will that, if you're remote, will that have to be by Zoom, cameras on? Um, you know, what's your your plan for that and making sure that it's clear and communicated with your team member or team members, but always go into them with a plan. You know, how will you address the topic and how will you be able to do that in a non-confrontational manner so that you have a discussion and your um, thoughts and are presented clearly. So when you're delegating the people, that's going to come up. So have your plan in place for having those tough conversations and what that looks like and making sure that your team members are clear about what that will look like in advance. So they have an understanding and you have an understanding of how that will be handled. And that helps make the process somewhat easier. Um, it's always still hard to have those tough conversations with people, but having that plan in place will help create a sense of organization so that people at least know what's going to happen. And that can help relieve some of the tension um, around being able to, to do something like that. So that's what I want to come on and share with you today. And hopefully um, this has been helpful, but I'll just kind of quickly recap those four important factors needed for delegating success. It's being intentional about your delegating, um, being organized, having a, a plan of action around how you will delegate, knowing the difference between when to be a manager and when to be a leader, knowing what each one of those looks like and knowing when you're wearing which hat. And then lastly, have a plan for those tough conversations because unfortunately they will pop up from time to time. So knowing how you will handle those and being prepared for them. So those are the top you know, key things. Like I said, there's typically more um, when it comes to delegating and it's not just giving something to someone. There's a whole lot more that goes into it. And these four factors are some of them. And so these are things that my company works with our clients on as well. We provide that because we understand and know that it's not just being able to hand things off to people in order to create long-term success when it comes to delegating, it takes a lot more to be able to do that. 
So that is it and concludes us for this episode. Hopefully you found it of value. And if so, share us. Let other people know about the podcast. And as always, we'd love to hear from you through a review. So take the time. If you can leave a review for us, that would be fantastic. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Make sure you head over to teamdelegate.com forward slash downloads to get my most recent guide on delegating. Also be sure to share this with a business friend and follow us on your favorite podcast channel.